0: Please stand. Welcome to worship today. We begin by being honest with ourselves and God and being reminded of the promise of our baptism. And blessed be the Holy Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, one God who shines in glory, clothes us in compassion and bears gifts of mercy for all. Let us confess now our sins with confidence in God's promise of forgiveness. God, wonderful counselor, we confess that we have turned from your gifts and chosen our own way. We have not made room for you in our hearts or in our world, we have lived in fear. We have not welcomed the stranger. We desire gifts that will not endure. Forgive us our sins, known and unknown, and open us to receive the peace of Jesus dwelling in and among us. Amen. God's loving kindness has appeared to us in Christ our Savior. We are saved not by anything we've done, but by God's mercy poured out on us richly. In the name of Jesus Christ, your sins are forgiven. Through the Spirit living in you, God, give you faith to trust Jesus, who is love born for you now and always. Thanks be to God. Hey. The grace and peace of Jesus Christ, the Word made flesh, be with you all.
1: Let us pray. O Lord God, you know that we cannot place our trust in our own powers. As you protected the infant
0: Jesus, so defend us and all the needy from harm and adversity. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. You may be seated and I invite our young people and children forward for our children's message.
1: do things that are right. And we can also choose to do things that are wrong, right? Like throw chairs across the room. Maybe better not go out to school. I don't know. (laughs) One time? We know that God is with us through all those kinds of things in our life. Yeah. We give you thanks. We give you thanks for, for Jesus. For Jesus. Your Christmas gift to us. Your Christmas gift to us. Help us. Help us. Lean on Him. Lean on Him. Times ago. Times again. All right. Thanks, Jesse. Kids, we have thanks, kids' word.
0: Kids' word back here. If you are going to kids' word today.
2: From Hebrews it makes good sense that the God who got everything started and keeps everything going now completes the work by making the salvation pioneer perfect through suffering as he leads all these people to glory since the one who saves and those who are saved have a common origin Jesus doesn't hesitate to treat them as family saying I'll tell my good friends my brothers and sisters all I know about you I'll join them in worship and praise to you Again, he puts himself in the same family circle when he says, even I live by placing my trust in God. And yet again, I'm here with the children God gave me. Since the children are made of flesh and blood, it's logical that the Savior took on flesh and blood in order to rescue them by his death. By embracing death, taking it into himself, and he destroying the devil's hold on death and freed all who cower through life, scared to death of death. It's obvious, of course, that he didn't go to all this trouble for angels. It was for people like us, children of Abraham. That's why he had to enter into every detail of human life. Then, when he came before God as high priest to get rid of the people's sins, he would have already experienced it all himself, all the pain, all the testing, and would be able to help where that more help was needed. The word of the Lord. According to Matthew, the second chapter. Now, after the wise men had left, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Get up, take the child and his mother, and flee to Egypt, and remain there until I tell you. For Herod is about to search for the child to destroy him. Then Joseph got up, took the child and his mother by night, and went to Egypt, and remained there until the death of Herod. This was to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Out of Egypt I have called my son. When Herod saw that he had been tricked by the wise men, he was infuriated. He sent and killed all the children in and around Bethlehem who were two years older yet under. According to the time he had learned from the wise men, then was fulfilled what had been spoken through the prophet Jeremiah. A voice was heard in Ramah, wailing in loud lamentation, Rachel weeping for her children. She refused to be consoled, because there are no more. When Herod died, an angel of the Lord suddenly appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt and said, Get up, take the child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel. For those who were seeking the child's life are the land of Israel. For those who... (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Then Joseph got up, took the child and his mother, and went to the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus was ruling over Judea in the place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there, and after being warned in a dream, he went away to the district of Galilee. There he made his home in a town called Nazareth, so that he would be spoken through the prophets might be filled. He will be called a Nazarene, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord
1: Great was well-named. He brought economic prosperity to his people, some of them anyway, and he brought it in many forms. Oftentimes, it seemed, by responding positively to the empire, the Roman empire, that was over him and around him. He renamed cities in tribute to the emperor. He built cities that reflected Roman rule and Roman culture. He also rebuilt the temple and improved on it. A colossal feat, for sure, especially in that day. In fact, stick with us this year, and you'll see how Jesus reacts to the temple economy and how Jesus reacted to the temple itself. But that comes later. The point today is that Herod was great. He was powerful. And he did what great rulers do, what their subjects often want. He made the tough calls. He made the decisions that other people, regular people, didn't want to always make. The ones to keep them safe. Some of them. And so with this intel from the Magi, the wise men, the Zoroastrians, whatever you want to call them, these visitors from the East, with the intel that a king had been born, Herod does what great rulers do. He deals with. And in an act of terror and violence, he sends his soldiers to strike down this threat. Unsuccessfully, of course, but horrifically nonetheless. And on the very last day of our Christmas season celebration, the eve of teachers and students alike rising like spring grizzlies from their caves (laughs) and slumber. Sorry, this story needed attention. But on this last 12th day of Christmas, we find ourselves face-to-face with the story of how power responds to God's kingdom revealed in Christ. It's truly one of the most tragic stories in Scripture. But it would be less tragic, maybe more shocking, but less tragic if it were just this one-time event, a story of an absolutely and definitively evil king who commands this tragic act of terror upon the most innocent Of his own citizens. But Matthew takes time to quote the prophet Jeremiah, where Rachel weeps for her children because they are no more. This is a remembrance of one of the darkest times in the history of God's people, where they were conquered and killed, taken into exile. Even this story, the story before us today in Matthew's Gospel, has to have us thinking back to Moses god's people coming out of egypt as jesus goes into egypt and in this kind of neatest of ironies today we remember how moses got his start right why was he put in that basket in Nile river to begin with because the great pharaoh was afraid of the hebrew, of the hebrew people and sought to kill all of the male babies born to them as soon as they were born that's kind of a little haunting history can repeat itself in this particular way. But that is the history. It's kind of our human history of power confronting God's kingdom, or God's kingdom confronting the powers that be, God's intention for how our world would be. God's intention in Egypt was to bless the people that they would be fruitful and multiply and call back to that creation of man. But as they multiplied, that turned into fear for Pharaoh. And Pharaoh's fear then turned into violence. And so it was very similar for Herod today. It happened in Egypt, and it drove God's people out of that land and into a promised land. It happened in wars from Assyria and Babylon, the exile that followed. It happened on slave ships and plantations in our own nation, and it happened in that same nation to First Nation people that were here. And it happened in Australia. And it happened in countless other places. It happened in Nazi Germany. It happens today in Turkey and Syria and South Sudan and on and on and on. Those in control of losing even the least bit of their political or their economic power murder the innocent and the innocence of those without power. Whew. Merry Christmas, (laughs) PJ! And thank you, Jesus, Pastor, for reminding me I have a history assignment tomorrow. Well, can't do anything about a history assignment, sorry. If you procrastinated, that's on you. And I can identify with it, but I can't help <laughs> But yes, I say, in fact, I proclaim to you today, Merry Christmas to Because without Christmas, all of this is the end of the story. The power wins, the powerful and corrupt wins. For this life only, we hope. And as Paul says, if that's not the case for us, we are of all people most to be pitied. But that doesn't sit right with God. That doesn't sit right with the God of hope and the God of promise. And so Christmas comes. It breaks into our life. I was telling a few people who had a pretty unmarried start to their Christmas a couple of weeks ago, that I like I kinda like how the French say it. They say, I took Spanish for two years apart from my French here, <laughs> but they say joy and Noel. Is that pretty close? Pretty close. Okay, thanks. <laughs> their emphasis in saying that is on joy. I don't know if this is their intention, but it's not on merriness, it's not on just happiness, which are kind of fleeting kind of up and down. But it's on joy, that I kind of bedrock. I'm a broken record on this one, I know what joy is is that more of like a foundation that stands on this promise of God. Joy calls me to see a hope and a reality that goes beyond my feelings from one year to the next, whether I'm merry at Christmas or not. In fact, I remember one particular Christmas where I kind of had to make the choice of being with my new family, because Karen was pretty ill, uh, and staying over Christmas or using that ticket and going to be with my birth family. And I probably wasn't a very good husband that year, but I went to be with my birth family. And I was sitting there, and I was up in the balcony, as far away as I could be, kind of from, it felt like as far away as I could be from God's presence, because that was kind of how I was feeling. It wasn't a good year. And I was sitting there with my arms folded, and my mom was next to me playing the organ. I wasn't listening, I wasn't singing. And then I remember something that I will always remember my dad said in his sermon that night. He said, Christmas comes, ready or not, like it. Into our world with hope. We might not say joy and well to each other, but we do sing joy to the world, the Lord is come. We may not realize what kind of a promise and a presence that is to a world in need. This is our Christmas proclamation that goes much deeper than the surface stuff Christmas. I like to call it our "and yet." As Christians, we get to have a lot of "and yet." The world is full of tragedy, and it's full of violence and corruption. There's a lot of anxiety in our world right now. And yet, life persists. Death is all around us. And yet, we drink in the promise of our first reading today. Did you catch it? It says that He, Jesus. Destroy the devil's hold on death, and free all who cower through life, scared to death of death. Hope does not bring fear, but courage. Now some will say that the persistence of life is simply our instinctive fight for survival. Or others might say that it's just the power of the human spirit. You can call it what you will, but today I'm going to call it simply Christmas. I call it the inbreaking of God's merciful kingdom in the flesh, consistent with God's creative love from the beginning of time. But there's no human spirit, there's no instinctive fight for survival without the gift the Creator has given us to live, to breathe, to fight. We're tragically reminded today, on, uh, on the last day of the Christmas season, how the world reacts to a merciful God coming to it, Humility and love, full of grace and truth. It reacts with fear and violence. But you see, Christmas comes in spite of all that. And just as tragic history will repeat itself, so we repeat the celebration of God's promise to us and to the whole world. People often question how God can allow so much suffering. And it's maybe a fair question. But I wonder how much suffering God has endured by knowing that creating a free and open world would allow for us to choose paths and secure power by causing one another so much suffering, so much pain, without God's guidance. In fact, the opposite of that, and certainly the opposite of God's.
3: I would add that it's difficult for me to question why bad things happen without giving thanks a
1: thousand times more for the life God gives. Even the demigod, Russell Wilson, cannot throw five touchdown passes today without air and an inhabitable earth and gravity and all these other taken for granted gifts of God that we enjoy. The Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> had to throw that one in there tonight.
3: But those are gifts, no human spirit or will or courage or whatever can muster.
1: They are gifts freely given. And so as Jesus' toddler feet touched ground on the African continent that holds the origins of human life, in a country that holds a particularly painful and difficult part of his people's history, in a continent that would endure colonial genocide many times as deadly as the German Holocaust, Christmas comes Christmas comes in the darkest human experiences. Otherwise, all the other stuff is the end of the story. Christmas comes, and it is a wonder to behold. For those who affirm their faith today, Christmas comes in their claims, and they're holding on to the hope of God's promise, clinging to it in the midst of the ups and downs of life. So for one last time with them, I say to you, Merry Christmas, Joy and Love. Amen.
0: And while we rise, I just want to make a note and then want to encourage All those affirming their faith, if you want to come up during the last um, verse of this hymn, that would be great. Thank you. Here. You need to stay standing. And you can face me to start off here. Mark, here you go. TJ and I will come around. Here we go. So you got two. Beautiful. Anybody else? Here we go, John Ruthie. Perfect. Here you go. All right. David.
3: Dear friends, we give thanks for the gift of baptism and for these people. One with us in the body of Christ who are making public and joining our fellowship in the gospel and mission to plan the Lord Christ. John and Ruthie Ackerman, Tim and Joanna Vols.
0: little later. What a joy to receive you today, and what a joy, as Molly is confirmed in her faith, too. We thank you that you have drawn us all to you through the gospel of our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ. Bless these who are joining us in our call to connect more to Christ and love and serve Kitsap and the world. We ask this in the name of Christ. Amen. Amen. Brothers and sisters in Christ, in holy baptism, our Lord Jesus Christ received you and made you members of his church. In the community of God's people, you have learned from his word God's loving purpose for you and all creation. You've been nourished at his holy table and called to be witnesses to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, therefore, I ask you to profess your faith in Christ Jesus, reject sin, and confess the faith of the church the faith in which we baptize. Do you renounce all the forces of evil, the devil, and all his empty promises? I renounce them. Do you believe in God the Father? I
3: believe believe in in God God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth.
0: Do you believe in Jesus Christ, the Son of God? I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He ascended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. Do you believe in God, the Holy Spirit? I believe God. Let us now pray for those who are affirming their baptism here today and for all the baptized everywhere. God, we pray that they may be redeemed from all evil and rescued from the way of sin and death. We pray that the Holy Spirit may open their hearts to your grace and truth, and they may be kept in the faith and in the communion of your holy church. Lord, in your mercy. We pray that we may all be sent into the world to connect more to Christ, And bear witness to your love. Lord, in your mercy. Gracious God, we come before you today and pray for our world. In the midst of many fears and concerns, we do pray for our world and we pray for peace. We pray for our country and government and for our cities and neighborhoods for justice and peace. Lord, in your mercy. For all on our prayer list today, we bring to you. Jessica Godfrey's baby having health problems. Karen Arper and family in the death of her father. Mary Serbisek in the death of her sister. and We pray for her and all those families. For Linda Roberts, brother-in-law Jim, um, with cancer advancing. For James with his stress factor in his leg. We pray for Tony Lyons as he will undergo surgery on the 16th. And we pray that that will be successful and you'll bring him peace and healing. We pray for those who are recovering from illness and surgery for Dory, for Sean, for Delaney, and Lynn, and Kevin. God, for those facing cancer, Kathy, Elizabeth, Angela, Gary, Dave, Jim, Ron, Kathy, and Carol. For all our deployed military and their families, and all those in. This places of support, we bring them before you and all those on our continued prayer list we pray for healing and strength, and those we bring to you aloud or in the quiet of our hearts now. Lord, in your mercy, into your hands, O Lord, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy, through your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen
1: you have made public profession of your faith you intend to continue in the covenant god made with you in holy baptism to live among god's faithful people to hear god's word and share in his supper to proclaim the good news of god and christ through your words and your deeds to serve all people following the example of our lord jesus and to strive for justice and peace in all the earth if so please answer i do and i ask god People of God, you promise to support these sisters and brothers and pray for them in their life in Christ.
0: Beautiful. Let us pray. Gracious Lord, through water and the Spirit, you have made these men and women your own. You forgave them their sins and brought them to newness of life. Continue to strengthen them with the Holy Spirit and daily increase in them your gifts of grace, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord, the spirit of joy in your presence, through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen.
1: I invite all his family and others who would come to... Uh, come on over here and gather with you Molly. Me here, Molly. 20. As she uh, is confirmed today, is um, she affirms her faith? Yeah, Aubrey, you too. Come on. I don't know she All right. Is Avery here too? You're with us, Avery. Are we here for today? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Molly gets to choose those, right? <laughs> like, well, you don't always get to choose who, you support, who supports you. You are supportive, right? Well, when one of our young people is confirmed, we have family sponsors and others join in blessing them as they move into their adult life with us. They are also covered with a prayer shawl that will be given to you um, to be a sign of um, God's love wrapped around them in their life that has been there and will continue to be with you. It's also one I know that people use a lot of times in times of trouble or when the heat goes off. Either one works, right? Just be reminded of that. So we pray and we bless Molly today, and Pastor possible to join me as well. So for those of you here, if you want to place a hand on Molly's shoulder or just on her here, um, and those of you out there, kind of hold a hand up and bless her as well as we pray. Father in heaven, for Jesus' sake, stir up in Molly and Porter the gift of your Holy Spirit, confirm her faith, guide her life, empower her in her serving, give her patience in suffering, and bring her to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Well, Molly, I'll have you stand up. You guys can return. Well, you know, I'll give you these gifts, a certificate of Kershaw and a cross that you can put in your room or wherever. But you've got to stand here
0: and join so, um, I'm
1: going to have all of you turn and yes, face the please. congregation at this time, please. Perfect. And let us together rejoice with all these brothers and sisters in Christ as we stand.
3: We rejoice with you in the life, life of baptism. baptism. Together, Together we, we give, give thanks to praise God and proclaim God's news to all the world. And we welcome them to and just so that we can start
0: putting faces with names, I'm going to pass the mic down and have you guys introduce each other. Or if you're a couple, one of you can do it for the couple. Oh.
3: John Akenhusen. Ruthie Atkenhousen. Tim, Joanna, and Emmanuel Mose. Marvin, Jim Simmons. Becky and Craig Peeler.
0: Go Hawks. No, just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Dan, Ellen, and Adrian
3: King. Uh, Vincent Rubb.
2: Molly Porter.
0: Yeah. <laughs> hey, beautiful, we are so delighted to have you all as part of our, our um, mission to connect more to Christ and love Kitsap and worship our Lord and give him praise. So welcome to this ministry. Let's give another hand. And you, you may be The peace of the Lord be with you all. We have our sacred grounds today, and we do have a a cake and some special celebration for our uh, new members that we received today. So a little um, expanded sacred grounds today. Um, So please note that. Um, We had our marriage course um, brunch in between the services to celebrate that ministry and to encourage people to think about it. We have the critical mass of the number of couples we need, but I believe there's still some openings so if you haven't taken the marriage course and you want to try and work that in, that's on Monday nights, correct? Yes? I think, the, anyway, that's Monday nights. Um, coming up, um, I think this upcoming week, so, so take note of that, it's all in your bulletin anyway. There we go. Um, Applebee's Flapjack fundraiser coming up on the 11th. Um, I believe there's going to be tickets sold in the Nartex. and. Pour over this for all the other good stuff. Um, pass those friendship pads down the aisle if you haven't done that. And with that, we continue with our offering. Let us pray. Holy God, your beauty shines forth from the manger. It at all times and in all places, give thanks and praise to you, almighty and merciful God, through our Savior Jesus Christ. In the wonder and the mystery of the Word made flesh, you have opened the eyes of faith to a new and radiant vision of your glory, that beholding the God made visible, we may be drawn to love the God whom we cannot see, how in the nights in which he was betrayed our Lord Jesus took bread, gave thanks broke it and gave it to his disciples saying take and eat, this is my body given for you do this in remembrance of me again after supper he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it for all to drink saying this cup is the new covenant in my blood shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sins Do this in remembrance of me. We pray as our Lord has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Lord Jesus, reveal yourself to us in the breaking of this bread as you once revealed yourself to your disciples. Indeed, Christmas, God taking flesh, Jesus, God and human, together, bread and wine, and yet the body and blood of Jesus for us. May the gifts of God be a blessing to you this day. Amen. Please be seated and come as you are directed. Please stand. May this the body and blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, truly strengthen you and keep you in God's grace and peace.
1: God of all creation, you have set before us an inheritance of salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all peoples. You have filled us with your goodness and peace. Use us that all might be satisfied with your abundance. Through your only Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. THE
0: LORD BLESS AND KEEP YOU SAFE, SHINE ON YOU HIS SMILING FACE, LIFT HIS COUNTENANCE IN GRACE, HOLD YOU IN HIS Sunday of Christmas to you and indeed don't forget that we have our sacred grounds and new member reception um, following the service. Share the good news.